What goes up? Boy, Marie! Boy, Strictly American. Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Vaccarello. Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning in to episode 161 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. The Latin beat was all the rage when my dad was a teenager and young adult. You can tell he fell for it in a big way with all the mambos, cha-chas, rumbas, and salsas he has in his collection. And like I've said before, it's hard not to dance when the bongos, congas, timbales, and claves are working their magic. So, get ready to hear yet another musical trailblazer from Puerto Rico in Volume 161, The Latin Dance.
Noro Morales with Norin Noran. Now, reportedly, he wrote that in honor of one of his daughters named Norina. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, I've always liked the fact that my dad loved his Latin beats. It's hard not to be in a good mood while listening to them. There's something about all those percussion pieces all playing something different, yet all blending into one cohesive tune. I've always liked that polyrhythm effect. I have not liked the fact that almost every time I go to investigate one of these groundbreaking Latin band leaders, I can't seem to find much info on them or their recordings. I got most of the bio section from Discogs.com. Now, they rarely have this much information on an artist, but I'm glad they did here. I found very little information about the recordings on this album as well. Even SecondHandSongs.com couldn't help me. I think part of the confusion is that this album was released some years after an almost identical playlist from Morales with the title Holiday in Havana. But that was the nature of the record label business in those days. And now, for some great piano work from Morales himself. There's an old tune, 
For Me and My Gal, written by Edgar Leslie, George W. Meyer, and E. Ray Getz. It was once sung by Judy Garland and Gene Kelly for the movie For Me and My Gal in 1942. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Noro Morales, Morales Latin Dance Time. It's on the Grand Prix Series label, number K154. It's a vinyl LP album format, mono by the way. It was released in 1962, I think, it might have been 1970. Grand Prix Records didn't keep very good records of these kind of things. Its genre is Latin. Its style is cha-cha, a mambo, and pachanga. Uh, we will hear seven of the ten songs on the album. Now, the liner notes aren't really about the artist or the music on the album, but rather that the album had been made. And I'm going to actually read them all to you here. It is with extreme pleasure that we present a complete music library for the American home. In the presentation of these magnificent long-playing records, we have tried and succeeded in putting together those artists and the music that every home should have. Music is a necessity, but it is important that the music cover all categories so that whatever your company may be, you will have the sound to make them happy as well as yourself. Speaking of sound, we are proud of our engineers who have developed this true monophonic reproduction. Pay particular attention to the clarity of the high notes that, at times, cannot be heard on records priced at four times the cost of these records. The bass sounds are superlative. Listen and have music fill your home with pleasure. Now, that was accompanied by a list of 75 other albums sold under the Grand Prix Series record label. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. The mono version, which my dad owned, has never been sold on that website. The stereo version has sold from $1 to $11. I found several on eBay from $5 to $20. Now, my dad's record is in fair condition. Not much hissy, hissing or scratchiness, although you can tell the album is a little old in the tone of the final digitization that I did of the recording. I think that's a word. Now, the album surface is really clean. You have to look closely to see anywhere. The cover is in fair condition. Now, I don't know who the art designer was because it's nowhere to be found, but it's reminiscent of the kind of artwork you would see in the early 1960s. There are no markings whatsoever on this cover, no magic marker or posted stamp. Not even my dad's ever-present address labels uh, is on the front cover. I even got a what the hell out of myself when I <laughs> searched for those normal appearances. Um, so... I'll value my dad's vinyl at two bucks. Now here's a nice tune that starts out with some nice piano work from Noro and features his delicate touch throughout.
Dark Eyes Mambo, written by Florian Herman. Now, like I said, there didn't seem to be much about Morales on the internet. Discogs.com had a more thorough-than-usual bio, and I gleaned a little more info from Wikipedia. Norisbaldo Morales was born January 4, 1911, in Puerto de Tierra, Puerto Rico, one of the most popular Latin band leaders of the 1940s and 1950s. Brother of Ismael Morales, Morales grew up in a musical family, which was invited in 1924 to become the court orchestra of the president of Venezuela, General Juan Vincent Gomez Chacon. Noro took over as conductor after his father died, eventually moving the band back to Puerto Rico. He moved to New York City in 1935 and within two years was leading his own rumba band. He released the tune Serenata Ritmica on Decca Records in 1942, which catapulted him to fame in the Latin music scene, then dominated by rumba and later by mambo. His band rivaled Machitos in popularity in New York in the 1940s. Installed as the house band at the legendary club El Morocco, Morales was at the center of the rise of Latin jazz in the early 1940s. Xavier Cugat took Morales's composition, Bim Bam Bum, and covered it for one of his earliest hits. Many of the great names in Latin music floated through Morales's band during this time. Machito, Tito Rodriguez, Tito Puente, and later Anglo musicians such as Doc Severinsen. Morales cut a distinctive figure on stage and off with his large bald head and black mustache. One friend recalled that he was always well-dressed, shoes shined, nails polished, and reeked of expensive cologne. He loved women. He had to work steadily to pay the alimony his three wives collected, unquote. Morales remained a popular and successful act on the New York scene for over 20 years, appearing annually at the Daily News Harvest Moon Ball and working clubs such as the Copacabana and the China Doll. Although he was not averse to catering to popular tastes, Morales usually stayed true to his Latin roots, using a traditional lineup featuring a rhythm section that included bass, bongos, conga, timbales, and claves, with himself on piano. He returned to Puerto Rico in 1961 to work at the Hotel La Concha, where he died on January 14, 1964, of the effects of chronic diabetes. He was only 53. Now, to where you should recognize the melodies.
spinning my dad's vinyl. should be familiar with that as Glenn Miller's theme song, I'm Getting Sentimental Over You. Although it sounds like Morales cuts into Guantanamera for a few bars there. That was written by Ned Washington and George Bassman. Before that, Who's Sorry Now? Of course, made famous by Connie Francis. Written by Bert Kalmar, Harry Ruby, and Ted Snyder. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with the impact Morales had on future generations of Latin musicians, even with only living a short life. 
Nora Morales left an indelible mark on the world of Latin music with his distinctive style and innovative approach. Morales began his musical journey at a young age and quickly rose to prominence in the vibrant New York City Latin music scene of the 1930s. His unique blend of Afro-Caribbean rhythms, jazz improvisation, and intricate arrangements set him apart, creating a sound that resonated with both traditionalists and those eager for something new and exciting. Morales' influence extended far beyond his own era, reaching into the hearts and minds of the next generation of musicians. His virtuosic piano playing and pioneering orchestral arrangements inspired countless artists to explore the boundaries of Latin music, fusing it with other genres and pushing artistic boundaries. His impact on the development of salsa and Latin jazz is immeasurable, as he played a pivotal role in shaping the evolving landscape of Latin music. Morales not only left a lasting legacy through his recordings, but also through the musicians he mentored, ensuring that his innovative spirit continued to thrive in the work of those who followed in his footsteps. Today, the echoes of Nora Morales' musical genius can still be heard in the vibrant rhythms and soulful melodies that characterize Latin music around the world. Now, one for the young music fans. The Children's Merengue, written by Noro Morales. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. This album, to me, represented a great mix of brilliant piano playing backed by a great Latin band. It was obviously highly influenced by the geographic journey taken by the pianist, composer, and conductor, Noro Morales. 
I was not familiar with him or his music before uncovering this record in my dad's collection, but I have really enjoyed listening to all of the music on this album. You should give the rest of it a spin as well. You may have even caught me chair dancing to this music if I had turned the camera on at that point, but believe me, it's not a pretty sight. So now let's finish up with one that has a little southern U.S. feel to it. It's Mississippi Mambo by Cliff Foray. And there you have selections from a popular Puerto Rican musician from the 1930s through 1950s. So thanks for tuning into Volume 161, The Latin Dance, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 162, Bert Conducts Baccarat. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. <laughs>